Graham. What's up, Shinners? It's Matty P. And it's Aaron Good. My very special guest host today. Um, we're taking a trip to the land of Scotland. The land of freedom. I should probably let you say that because um, you are Scottish. Yeah, the land of freedom and Duncan Shaw. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, the the famous, well-known, um, bright bike rider, Mr. Duncan Shaw. The manual king. Yeah, he's kind of a big deal, isn't he? Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, is, he is a big It was a really a good podcast, wasn't it? Yeah, it was fantastic. I really enjoyed it. We, yeah. uh, we asked uh, Duncan what it felt like to be in Danny's shadow. <laughs> Yeah, that was a mixed response, I think. <laughs> I think that I don't know how he felt about that, but I did ask a question. But we got it, it kicked it kicked it off. And uh, and bro- yeah, the arrow went like, like Yeah, that. broke broke um broke the uh, broke the ice nicely, talked about the clan days. Yeah, yeah, got a bit of a story about the clan and uh yeah, when I was younger and stuff. So yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. yeah, there's lots of lots of good Aaron's stuff. Aaron's got a good story and um of course we found out his worst shindigs as well. I know that we keep forgetting yeah, to ask some getting, of the guests. Getting down to the, the nitty gritty stuff, you know, the important things about yes, the podcast. Yeah. That is the, the super important dig. We know we like to dig deep into the trials community. <laughs> yeah, so we certainly did. We uh, certainly did. Even if it wasn't a pedal. No. Um, before we jump straight into it, a little friendly reminder, guys. There's a few ways that you can support your favorite podcast. Um, very simple way, just head to Apple Podcasts and give us a nice five-star review. It's totally free, uh, very easy, and just helps the algorithm to kind of push us up there or even head to our website, yeah. uh, shindigmedia.com. Yeah, buy our merch. Get yeah. some merch. Yeah, we've some got some very nice, comfortable jumpers t-shirts. that I spend my entire life in. Yep, and uh, hoodies. There is some more stock on its way, so the sports line is out of stock right now, but there is stuff on its way. Uh, and of course, another free way to support us is just head to our YouTube, The Shindig, and watch some of our vlogs. Really? There's a few of us. Yeah, got a fresh one in uh, Penzance. Yeah. Yeah, Penzance. yeah. And there's a few of us just you know, being idiots. Just on riding bikes. bikes. That's that what we, we do, are. Really, isn't it? Um, we won't keep you any longer. Let's jump straight into it with Mr. Duncan Shaw. Let's go. Ah, you. Mr. Duncan Shaw, whoop, whoop, yes, all the way uh, in the famous Scotland. Ooh. Duncan, how's it going? <laughs> I'm good, how are you boys doing? Cheers for having me. Yeah, good man, good. Yeah, good. yeah, we're, we're doing grand today. Um, I've got a very special guest host with me. I am the translator. Mr. Aaron Good over here. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it might be relevant. Um to have a, a Scotsman translate some of the Scottish in case us you, other uh, British boys didn't didn't understand. <laughs> I didn't re- I didn't realise I was so hard to uh, <laughs> hard to understand. But there you go. I Never think, had a translate. I didn't think I needed one, but there you go. It's perfect English for me. <laughs> I, I think Aaron just wanted an excuse to come on the show. Really, that was it. Yeah, that's all it was. Well, we are from we are from Inverness, and seemingly I don't know who decided this is that um, Invernesians speak the best English in the world. Who you said don't, this? I, I don't know. I've never, I've not, I've never heard that before. Um, but, but yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> so you in Inverness right now, Duncan? I am actually in Glasgow today. Um, I have been living up in Inverness, but just because we were doing shows at the weekend and. You've obviously used to live in Glasgow with all the boys. Um, I've still got a flat here. Yeah. So I'm just in Glasgow today. Thought I'd come to the big city to get some relatively good internet. 
Yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> yes, this is actually our second attempt because yesterday we tried to record and wasn't uh, wasn't great. Yeah. Technology was uh, not on our side. But again, Duncan, yeah, thanks for joining us, a fellow podcaster as well. You know, well, there you go. Yeah. It's my first time, first time being on the other side of it, so it's going to be interesting. I quite enjoyed like not having to do any like research for that. Just like, <laughs> um, let it happen, and mate, we don't do it here. We just wing it every time anyway. <laughs> Yeah, there's a you know there's a few key things that we like to of course bring up. But how's that going for you as a podcaster to podcaster, Duncan? You, how's that going for you? Yeah, it's good. Like it's something I've wanted to do for a while. I'm not sure how long you guys had planned um, your yeah, podcast. Quite a while for. myself. Yeah, probably a couple of years. I thought about. Yeah, that. from yeah from that first moment of like thinking I wanted to do it to actually doing it was easily like two years. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's been, it's been good. It's a lot more work than I expected. Right. Like, well, I definitely thought it was just a case of like, oh yeah, I'll just like bang out a podcast every week and like be super chill. But the actual reality of it is <laughs> a lot harder, as I'm sure you guys have uh, learned as well. percent mate. And I was always interested because one of the only reasons I took it upon myself is because I semi knew what I'm doing. It's part of my job. I work with these types of okay. equipment and things every day. How did you approach that for someone that maybe didn't have a technical background? I might be wrong. Yeah, well, not to be honest, I don't really. I've kind of been involved in production before. Yeah. It's either like from YouTube videos, but and also to like kind of like more sort of sort of bigger stuff. I've been involved in some like Danny's projects, done a lot of drop and roll projects. So mm. I've been kind of like around it without actually like being the person that does it. Um and just really lucky to have um young like there's a young guy called rory who works for us who he does like filming we've also got like an editor that's working for us so it's like nice. it's a lot easier to to sort of get the the quality yeah. good i don't i luckily don't have to do too yeah. much of it no i, I do <laughs> I, I would say you know we are probably quantity over quality aren't we really yeah. we're yeah. the quantity over yeah. the quality whereas you're covering the quality side of things so we both got our own bit, and that's why I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I think like, one of the things I wanted to do was um, I wanted to do as many as, as I could in person. Yeah. But because of that, it just makes it really hard to do Absolutely. lots of them. Yeah, so so I've been kind of going for like... wrong with that? Like we, trying to get people in. Yeah. And there's like, there's a lot more logistics. But, yeah, yeah, <laughs> lots, of, lots more variables and so yeah. on. Yeah. Obviously, this is a trials-specific podcast. We won't talk about podcasts all day. Um, you are a, a trials rider. You know, you have been for, for oh, so many what's, years. What, 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 what's I was this going like? to say a trials <laughs> rider. You're, you're now getting... You've got a mountain bike now. It's not to buy a marine as well. Yeah, no, I'm just joking. And, uh, and in, well, we say trials. Street trials. Is, we're all the same. We're all doing tricks. Yeah, um, I hope so. I'm going to delve deep into this one. Now, this is the first thing I put on my notes because I've always wanted to ask you when I see you. Duncan, how does it feel to live in Danny's shadow? Oof. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> I thought it might hit home there. Oh. No, come on. No, this this is a... We are trying to dig deep here. But um, yeah. no, you, you guys have ridden together for so many years. You know, you kind of almost come as a, a bit of a pair. Tell us a bit about that kind of relationship you guys have. Yeah, it's definitely like a random one. I'm sure you probably talked, to, to be honest, I've not actually listened to your Ali podcast yet. I'm sure you kind of talked <laughs> yeah. about that sort of stuff as we well. Did, but yeah, yeah. yeah, it's for sure. It's like a bit of a random one. It definitely has like its benefits and also it's 
the downside to it as well. But me and Danny literally go back like, ah, oh, it's depressing to think how long we've known each other. I think I met Danny when I was like 13, which is like 20 years ago, which just seems mad. Um, we met each other at a bike event in the Isle of Sky, like pre social media. So, like, basically, as Aaron well knows, like, we've always had a pretty strong scene up in Inverness, up in Inverness Island, yeah. uh, Highland Bikes, as always, like, stock bikes, which has kind of been something that's always just kept the scene going. There's always these little pockets of trials riders. I guess across across the UK, but pre-social media, you didn't really know what was going on in different places other than like the Martins uh, on MBUK and stuff like that. Yeah. Or Trials so Forum, I, maybe. Yeah, Trials Forum. That's how yeah. I yeah, found but, out about yeah. these guys. Inverness yeah. had a strong, yeah. a strong yeah. scene when I was growing up. Yeah, but if, even then, I think that's definitely either before Trials Forum or before I knew of Trials Forum, at least. Um, and we literally were like going past the bike shop one day and there was like a handwritten poster saying like, there's a trials comp in the Isle of Skye in like two weeks yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Wow. That so is we all bad. got like super excited. <laughs> and you would always, it was almost like these like urban sort of like myths and legends about like the different riders. And cause like all word of it was like proper like Chinese whispers. So like yeah. those boys would hear about different names and riders of like, and it'd always be like, I don't know, like, there's a guy called uh, Danny in Dial of Sky and he does like 16 foot drops. Right? And then like, the next time you hear it, and it just gets that extra on them. When you meet those guys, when we finally met them, yeah. they had the same stuff about us. Like they'd hear of like a certain rider who could do a certain move, but like a 360 becomes like a 720, becomes like a 1080. And then like, I think basically everyone thought that everyone else was like better than each other because of that. One-upping um, each time. Yeah. I mean, that's all. Yeah. Well, it's just it? like you say, it's just, just, <laughs> yeah. chi- just Chinese whispers. And like, you just kind of assume that everyone else is like better than you, whatever. Um, but yeah, we went to, went, to, went to Sky with like, my mum gave me and a few of the Inverness locals, like a little, um, I think I was like 13. Danny would have been like 15 at the time. And there's loads of other riders in Sky as well. who we were all really good. Um, yeah. And that was like the first time we kind of all met each other and, ever since then just kind of like caught up for street rides and there's been like different times the last 20 years where I've like hung out with Danny and those guys loads That's and there's really been times where I've not yeah. and then ever since like uh we did a show in 2012 maybe yeah uh, a clan show and Danny came to it because at that point Danny wasn't riding with the clan and Danny basically stayed in the, my flat that was living in Glasgow for like a week and a week became seven years. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's what that's, Ali basically said. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. You must have grown. And that's when then Al, Al, yeah, then Ali moved in and stuff. And then, so basically me, Danny, Ali, and a few other boys lived in that flat from like 2012 um, all the way through to basically the start of this year. You could say that was probably the first Just kind of crazy. trials house. As a, as a sense, you know, yeah. like you guys were the, yeah, it was uh, mad. the benchmark for like the trial scene, I would say, from from when I'm yeah, up, anyway, that was like the one to and they were the, like, the guys to be, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, sure. to 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 uh, work towards, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I was like so lucky because because I suppose like throughout that whole time, I'd kind of ended up going down like the competition side where Danny kind of like stuck to street stuff, and it wasn't until 
when I moved to Glasgow and actually had good street in 2011 or something and that's when I actually got myself a street trials bike and kind of started from scratch really but at the same time I was also living with Danny and Ali who was maybe who'd made that switch maybe like three years before I did or maybe yeah. a, few, a wee bit more so it's like whilst I was kind of starting from square one I also had this like massive benefit of being around Danny and being around Ali and like you surround yourself you want to be surround yourself with yeah people like learn like yeah, yeah. learn so much like from those guys and probably progress a lot faster than I otherwise would have if yeah. I didn't have those guys to ride with 100%. um because obviously I, like like I said Ali had kind of done a similar thing to me like kind of swapped over but he kind of done it like a few years before so his level was already like hmm. what really were you riding good. before like, that yeah specifically yeah. what That's bike been... was it before you went to kind of the, the, the street um so my so my like my like rough um sort of timeline of bikes mm. is when i was like 13 like rode a mountain bike like a 26 inch mountain bike with like the seat slammed down yeah, yeah. Uh, like a Get giant or something yeah yeah yeah. yeah like a real sort of like bodge job then i got a handsome dog rock star which again looking what? back is like an app <laughs> wow, like an yeah, like, someone Google that. Yeah, so you look at it. It's, it's like barely, it's like barely a trials bike, even though it was a trials yeah. bike. And then after that, I got a Diamondback. Do you remember? Ah, oh, the Diamondback. They because that was one of the trials, first trials bikes from way back in the day. I remember. Um, it was like his signature. Yeah, yeah. I, I for some reason I just like fixated on that bike and really wanted it, and I just like, I think like I went to bike two thousand and one. I think it was in the NEC. And uh, I asked the guy at the Diamondback stand, and I'm pretty sure he just like on the sly sold me like a bike they had in stock and just like <laughs> cash for it. And I think I gave him 250 quid for the frame, but I was like delighted. Yeah. Um, and I rode that for a bit, but then I got into like riding rocks and stuff, and that's when I had like I got 20 inch, and I rode a 20 inch for like I don't know how long, uh, maybe like six or seven years. And then my sort of like transition back into street and and like bigger wheels was a 24 inch Echo trials bike, so like still proper trials. Really? Yeah, like, proper TGS. That's when I started. Nice. Yeah. See, I never that's knew when I started. mod. I never knew. Yeah, neither did I. You didn't yeah, like... there you go. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I did loads. A did proper like progression. Six... Yeah. That's how I, on yeah. paper, kind of see it that way. You know, 20 inch TGS. Then yeah. Maybe 24, then maybe 26, and then. Um, the yeah, I was just like this. Like, I've on a street bike. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 26, 20, 24. Yeah, 26 mountain bike, 26 inch trials bike, 20 inch trials bike, 24 inch pure trials bike, yeah. and then even then I was like, because Danny and Ali, like, you need to get inspired. You need to get inspired, and I'd ride them, and I was just like, they feel. Sh I was like, I get on it. I was like, I feel shit. I just can't imagine riding this thing. So basically, what I did was I don't know if you guys remember Jaff bikes it's um i do we do, Josh, I do. Bro, yeah. josh, josh leach Ro, jo, josh leach yeah yeah so i basically it was almost like a psychological stepping stone that i just like needed to do but i basically designed this bike i think ali and danny helped me that was basically somewhere between an echo like that echo pure whatever it was a 24 inch bike um in glasgow because it was a good street and then we designed this bike that was basically half that half an inspired and i rode it um for like a few months and then i was like all right screw it 
I'll just get get just bite the bullet essentially. Yeah. 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 So I got like a yeah, it was almost like a sort of psychological like stepping stone. Does that bike yeah. still exist? I actually broke it. Um oh, don't tell Josh. I had to. <laughs> yeah. Now to be Josh actually was really cool about it. He I I broke it and he actually made me a new one. Um and like replaced it for free typical, by that point. Typical yeah. Josh Leach yeah, again. Yeah, shout out yeah. to Josh, like helping everyone in the trials world. What a legend. Yeah, yeah. So, so I actually don't know what I think I still have that bike. Or maybe I sold it. I think I maybe sold it on trials for him. Um, because I then got inspired, and that's when I got the green inspired wow. for anyone bike. knows what that and frame is, yeah. Put yeah, it so down. Yeah, unique. We'll try and find it. Very unique. It's probably got a lot of value to it now. Um Yeah, I wish wish I kept it now, to be honest. But yeah, that was my like little way of getting into street, and then ever since then, just been just been doing that. Yeah. So creating your style, I must say, you know, like moving into that area of always wanting to roll on the. Back yeah, because it's hard, manual, like manual. Game. Yeah, manual it's game. hard one to come by. <laughs> trying to like, yeah. Well, that the, the the reason I really liked manuals was it was like something that you could never really do. Like I was useless at manuals. Um, on the 24 because i had like that proper grabby back brake with like a grinded rim and it's just like yeah long long as hell bike like whether it's like a 20 inch or whether it's like that echo like it was something i just like never really did um but what happened was the time i got that inspired foreplay team whatever the green bike don't know if you remember that one be 2013 i think it was danny was filming for imagine it i don't know if like i remember that yes yeah it was actually in Glasgow and it was like a winter and there was this little area like upstairs from where they were shooting it and uh it was like really low as well so like because you couldn't really ride on like the actual set but we had keys to go in this place and like I just take like little there was just like random stuff like from this old museum that was getting basically like knocked down but it was all like really like weak stuff so you couldn't even like it's like you could make boxes but you couldn't actually like hop on them because they would just break so i just made like i just spent like a few months just making like money lines everywhere and that's where i basically discovered uh, like that's how i got into my and like i think it was impossible to basically practice anything else other than manuals because the roof was so low so you couldn't even do like the culture or anything um, and that's once once i got that's never stopped so you make do with the space yeah. that you're given i suppose so, and um as mm. part, part of trials is getting creative with where you are um yeah so i think i could probably i can see that now but that's yeah. why i've yeah. never done manuals everyone because i've got a rear magura yeah yeah, yeah zero modulation yeah yeah because if because if i had like if i was somewhere else with maybe like more room height i probably would have just like tried to do like more trialsy stuff on the 24 um but because i just not the option i was just like right manuals it yeah. is then yeah you've got to choose something to do yeah yeah, yeah. Sit around, so. but it's a good way manuals are a good way of like getting used to bike i was also if you can like learn if you can like manual a bike that's kind of like the best way to it's, it's very it's just a stylish move it's it flowy and yeah. you know i i've got to say and I, I should probably perhaps learn them one day when i get a an inspired bike when I can't move the body the way that I can now, perhaps <laughs> in the future. But let's, um, a lot of people know you, Duncan, from um, Drop and Roll Tour. Very probably mm-hmm. 
the top the, the trials, biggest. yeah, the top trial For show sure. out there now. I will say, yeah. you know, there's tons now. <laughs> there's tons of different shows. I mean, it can't be that hard. We've been in shows and look at us. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I also remember actually the first time this I did is a what, show. Yeah. Um, it was oh yeah, of course. With, with the clan in Fortros, which is like. So people that don't know, before Drop and Roll yeah. was the clan. The clan. The clan. Which yeah. that's how Aaron actually met Duncan. Is that met, the first time you yeah. guys met? Uh, nah, we knew, we met no, before, I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, like, sorry. Met from Brighton and like in Inverness. I'm stuff. playing the yeah. unknown here, but you've got yeah. you've got a bit of a story with that, right? Yeah. Well, me and uh, my mate Derek, uh, we were just in the crowd with our trial spikes, just going going to have a wee play about, you know, see what was there and watch the show. And then you guys invited us to ride in the show, and we were like, "Oh my god, this is, <laughs> this, is it, this is crazy!" Like we were like fifteen, and then we ended up doing a side hop comp with like you and Ali, and I can't remember who else was there. Um, I think it was oh, yeah. just who was I think the clan? Was Duncan and Ali. Was it just? They, well, so basically, the clan was originally me, Danny, um, a mountain, a mountain bike and BMX rider, Nash. Uh, another mountain bike rider called Fraser and a, a girl called Lynn. And basically the, it formed back in like 2009 uh, or 2008, sorry. Um, just before Danny like went kind of viral and stuff yeah. in 2009. Mm-hmm. And we basically formed because a guy, Ian Withers, who who like ran the clan, got a contract to do like all these school shows. Yeah. And uh we basically all came together to do this like schools tour. And then after that, we like rebranded and called it the clan. And that's essentially what I did for years before I started dropping roll. But the way, the thing that makes that even more relevant is when Danny kind of went viral in 2009, he got so many requests from 2010 onwards, he stopped doing clan shows for a while just because he had so much other stuff on and Ali became his replacement. And that's when me and Ali yeah, yeah. and all the other boys uh, got. Yeah, so really that's close. when he was getting you guys really starting that trio, you know, that strong triangle. Yeah. 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 So when we met you, Aaron, in Fortros, that would have been like, I don't know, off the top of my head, maybe like 2012 or something, maybe. I would think so, yeah, around that time. I yeah. think it was just you and Ali we had the competition against, but. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a highlight for me. Like, we made it in the paper. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna God, say it. Is, it was in the paper, but the thing is, is like, I'm pretty sure you get because, like, I think at that point, um, we would have been on our street bikes, so like, we were doing bunny hops, and you guys were doing side hops, and like, I'm pretty sure Aaron nearly beat us, or like, <laughs> yeah. either, or maybe you did beat us, yeah, not or near, yeah, or nearly beat us, or beat us, or something, and it was. It's like, oh, shit, like, we've, like, got this, like, kid in the crowd. And like, yeah. But I think um, those resonate with everyone that's watching, because you probably brought them out, like, oh, here's the local kids. And, like, yeah. you bring them out, and all of a sudden, they're like, oh, what? Oh, yeah, this yeah. guy's from our hometown, and he's doing stunts. And, like, it, it kind of makes it that much more relatable, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah especially and now he's, be- now he's beating them, and it's like, we should ask for money back. Like, we'll just book him for next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what they said. Like, um, do you mind just having that other guy? You, you guys, we went, like, just yeah, bring you know those that, other kids. Yeah, that kid with the trackies on. Yeah, him. Pretty much. <laughs> but I knew I knew that because I'd ridden with Aaron before. I knew when we invited him in, I was like, because I knew that you had a big side top on you as well from senior ride. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was it was funny. Like at the end, like um, 
people uh, were saying, oh, can I get your bugging. autograph? Like me being like a 15 year old, I just wrote my name on a piece of paper because I didn't have. <laughs> you a, didn't, didn't know. You like, didn't have an autograph. I don't, I don't <laughs> have an autograph, mate. Yeah. yeah, so just wrote my name on a piece of paper and gave it to a child. that is your autograph, Aaron. Well, yeah, it is now. Yeah, they yeah. probably just binned it, um, but yeah. yeah. And probably <laughs> thought how probably thought you spelt your name wrong. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. I'll run the spelling. I don't know Scottish. Scottish. Uh, I still don't know how you spell her name, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I know. No, no one does. Matt doesn't either. I don't even know. We still say A-A-Ron, and it's not even spelt with two A's. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, well, as being like, that's part of your job now. Drop and roll is a, a big part of your um, uh, your day-to-day, I assume. What what does your day-to-day lifestyle kind of look like, Duncan? Because obviously from the outside, it, it can look pretty mad, you know, here, there and everywhere. And keeping up with it, I'm sure, is a, a fast-paced lifestyle. Yeah, it's probably a little bit different to what it looks like on Instagram. Like, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely like the highlight reel, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> we. I mean, that's how um, Instagram works. But yeah, yeah. I guess that's a whole other topic, like Instagram <laughs> and phones and stuff. Like, definitely uh, come to the conclusion that I think if I wasn't a writer, I probably wouldn't even have that app on my phone. Um, but yeah, I can totally relate, mate. Yeah. <laughs> you can't beat them. You've understand. got to join them. I understand it. Yeah. What's your day to day, though, man? How do you kind of keep going? Typical, typical day doesn't really exist, I suppose. But um, I mean, I suppose co- the whole coronavirus stuff has definitely like changed that even more. Um, Pre-COVID, like a typical day would just be when I was living in Glasgow with Danny and Ali and the boys would be kind of waking up, doing a bit of work on my computer. Just because I kind of like, we work with an agency for drop and roll, but I also kind of just deal with like the everyday run-ins of the business. Nice. Um, like back end then, basically doing the bookings, so, social media, like yeah. um, getting stuff ready for shows if we've got shows coming up, um, and then also just kind of like try to be proactive with my own kind of like writing stuff with sponsors and stuff. I've been lucky to. Uh, get get on board with a few sponsors on like a kind of personal level since kind of like 2016 or something so that kind of there's just little bits and bobs to that go out and shoot some instagram clips um maybe film some youtube videos that i've kind of dipped my toe in here and there um with uh but then obviously with covid hitting that kind of just like through a proper span in the works and we pretty much went a full two years from 2019 september 2019 to september 2021 with basically no shows so we um i actually moved up north with danny and rory rory semple is a young lad who started working with us um towards the tail end of 2019 and we just basically focused on making content making videos um try to keep sponsors happy yeah (laughs) given that we weren't doing any shows like it's very much a case of like right well we're not doing this what do we do so we then just kind of focused on making content i went back i went back to kind of making weekly youtube videos um with the help of rory mm-hmm. and that kind of became our day-to-day for like the, the whole 2020 really because weren't you and danny um, trapped it's you got like a place in scotland and then you ended up like you couldn't go anywhere and you're like right we'll just ride in the back garden yeah we're basically like like so many folk we didn't really know what was going on it was like (laughs) everyone was like oh by the way it's like we're gonna get locked down for like three weeks um we should go like some we should like just go to like a this like remote place and just stay there for three weeks rather than being like locked in a flat in the city because there's so many of us as well um i was like it'll be like hell of like being stuck in the in the flat not being able to ride 
so we went up there but then like three weeks became like then it was like proper lockdown so we were just like so the person that owned the place was like well can we just we're already here can we just stay here and like three weeks became six months so we basically spent a whole six months in an airbnb essentially um (laughs) but got like a really but got like a really good deal on it because like we knew that they weren't going to be able to rent it somewhere else exactly yeah Yeah. it just basically became like our new home for like six months (laughs) wow Um, okay cool and yeah so that essentially was just like a rental property we had mountain biking on our doorstep we had we ordered i just ordered like 50 pallets from like some guy can you do um, that? Just drop yeah, I didn't order, realize. Yeah, you, yeah. yeah you can get just order pallets yeah just right. bought them off some guy ordered 30 pallets for like 300 quid he dropped them off that's, that's actually like the best yeah we always go through a struggle of finding them getting a vehicle and yeah, i guess good, we're just cheapskates aren't we yeah. good quality pallets are worth a bit of money you know yeah, yeah true so. well i mean we're only judging this from you know the youtube vids that you and danny kind of put out with those pallet videos and the creativeness that um the creative approach that you guys took that kept it interesting for us for sure yeah um doing what mm-hmm. we like to call uh trials tapas <laughs> it's like instagram because it's you know trials tapas. i've never heard that term uh, you're not listening yeah. to the podcast enough that's why <laughs> <laughs> trials tapas is what instagram heard. that's, that's, that's what good... i call it yeah so yeah like, that's an interesting one you do trials tapas little reels little clips and and so on um I am also glad that you make full videos. Again, shout out to others, you know, like Ben Travis and stuff. People still making those kinds of videos. Yeah. Um, we're trying to cover some of the vlog um, kind of aspects. But that was leading on to that. Do you have any like proper other proper video projects you're working on at the moment or ideas or anything? Yeah, it's like, like you say, it's, it's definitely one that I still try and do, but it's so hard. It's like the first thing that disappears when you like run low on time because like yeah. you're always so fixated on like feeding that beast of instagram so you're doing those daily clips and it makes it really hard to get that balance right where you're able to create clips that you think are good enough to put out on instagram but then hold stuff back to try and make a video yeah it's a really yeah hard and it's balance. just like and then and then like yeah, i guess it's like that whole sort of like psychology towards instagram almost like whether it's just within yourself or because of people looking for stuff, you almost feel guilty because you've maybe not posted for a while. So maybe a, a clip that you'd maybe had earmarked for maybe a filler clip for a like a fuller video suddenly goes out on Instagram and yeah. like the next thing you know it, like the the proper video that you've been wanting to do just goes out the window. Yeah. Um it's something I because of that, my main method of actually making a proper edit would be just to go somewhere for like a week and just be like completely focused on making that video. So like, for example, went to Malaga a few years ago. Um, oh yes, but, amazing video. If anyone hadn't seen it, sorry. Like, that, yeah, yeah, that's an yeah. awesome vid with Travis yeah. and that. Yeah, really good. Yeah, sorry, go on. Yeah, and then went to, yeah, I'd usually just go somewhere warm because like the weather's so <laughs> bad there. And it's like, it's the only way I can actually like get a proper video like shot. It might not be as good as if you say spent a whole winter or something in Glasgow, like getting clips when you can and working on something. But just given my other commitments and stuff, it's I find it's like the only way I can actually get like a proper like six minute yeah. riding video done. Um, so my hope is over the winter to go somewhere, whether it's like Tenerife or Spain I think that's how most are making those. Like Danny, when he does his big projects, and usually they are really well produced. He's got a really great team behind him. And you can tell they'll 
they'll focus for an entire week or he'll yeah, spend two like days on one trick and like yeah 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 his projects are just next level like the commitment <laughs> yeah. and the, the, the photography and it's i think like when you're used to making like something i think you're used to making something like putting up pretty high quality stuff on instagram you then if you're going to make a proper video you're like well i need to make it better than what i have yeah, so it's like this is what we just spoke about yesterday you basically yeah. like you spend two hours, easily spend two hours getting an Insta clip. Um, and I guess that's what some people don't realize as well. People will look at Instagram and think like, I think with street riding, it's a bit different because you might be trying something like kind of random. So to make it work, you just need to basically do it over and over again. Yeah. So like you might even spend two hours trying to get an Insta clip. Yeah. So when it comes to making an actual video, you're like, right, shit, I need to do something better. So like that two hours could become like five. So I feel like in street trials, there's a lot more um, specific things like, you know, you'll manual with no pedal, like no, no kicking your pedals. You know, there's a lot more uh, fine tuning. Yeah. But with like TGS stuff, you know, you just do a big side hop <laughs> and then that's it. Yeah. So yeah. That's I think that's yeah. a lot quicker. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I feel like you've got a lot more fine tuning with the street trials, your 180s, like, and all that. It's more so creative. We yeah. just, we just make it look impressive because we do something that's reasonably big. Yeah. I feel, yeah. you know, yeah. to, to be in, whereas on a, like you say, you could do a line that is literally you manualing around a room and you'll post it. And it looks yeah. good enough, sort of thing. Um, but do you feel that pressure then? Like, do you often get like, oh, no, I've got to be better now. I've got to... Because do, do you get that kind of pressure to to always be better than what you were? Uh, not really. I guess that's kind of the cool thing about trials. And it's not like we're competing or anything like that. So there's not... Which, to be honest, a bit of pressure could probably be pretty... <laughs> would, be, would be good to kind of like... <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it is. I don't you. mean it in a negative way. I think sometimes um, it can, but... But yeah, a little bit. I think just for yourself, it's just good to like try and be better. Like, you know, and like, especially when only been doing it for like relatively short street trials, still kind of feel like even as I get older, still kind of on some sort of curve sometimes it's steeper than other yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's steeper than other times but just generally trying to like keep it reasonably good but um have been like lucky to like have like places like the skate park like the loading bay in glasgow so back in 2019 i just kind of like went there like pretty much every day and made like a fresh effort to try and like learn some new stuff and do things. I think that's what's good about having a video project on the horizon because it just like, gives you that extra little bit of momentum, um, bit of momentum, motivation to yeah. be like, right, I'm going to be shooting something in a, in a couple of months. I need to go and learn stuff. It's like when we went to Malaga for the second time for the Inspire trip. Um, I'd been like away doing shows like all summer, and whilst that seems like a lot riding, it's not really like riding. So like if anything, you kind of regress in your riding because you're just like riding the same stuff all the time. You're not able to like go and ride for yourself. So say for example, I think we went to like Malaga in like November or December. I think I got home in like September and I was like, I just felt partly because it's pressure because of other riders, especially with the likes of like John Langlois, who's like absolutely crushing it. You're like, right, well, if I'm going to be doing stuff alongside John and Ali and Tom, it's like, I need to like, step my game up a bit and like not necessarily try and do the stuff that they're doing but just like do something different yeah. that's gonna at least like stand alongside it and like yeah have right your and... approach is some, i'm sure with the drop yeah. and roll tours it's like you can't do the same trick so you're like yeah, yeah cool um duncan's gonna go do this trick and ali will do this yeah. trick it's all having your own little niche um 
bit is yeah. obviously important. Yeah, yeah, because I see you yeah. tend to have the uh, the rails. Like you'll do like the you know your classic street rail gaps. And yeah, the, with the bike locks, you know that kind of that kind of thing. Just yeah. yeah, I quite like to just kind of mix mix things up a little bit, so it's just like a bit of street, but then still try and do like mix it with trial stuff or do like a manual but then still like do some trial stuff within that manual line but then hold on the back wheel and stuff because i've got um, speaking of like you know comps and all the shows i've got i can't remember what uh, andre burton asked me to ask you about a speed trial in switzerland oh yeah <laughs> so i had no idea i was like ah, oh. he was like oh Get Duncan to talk about that speed yeah. trial in Switzerland. I'm like, I've got no clue. Can you elaborate somehow a little bit? <laughs> Basically, the speed, speed trial in Switzerland was, I did a show in Switzerland like in April of whatever year that was, probably like 2017 or something. Mm. And the same organizers were organizing like another bike event in like a couple of months. And they were like, oh, we really want like a street trials, right? Like it'd be cool if like you could come out. So they like, yeah paid for me to go out to this bike of this speed trial event and I got there and Andre was there but it was like a proper like it was like me plus like 10 like proper like trialsy trials riders yeah. like Andre um what's that other guy called he's from Hungary Laszlo Hedges uh, Laszlo yeah. Hedges yeah. Yeah. yeah he's, yeah. he's an abs he's like really yeah. yeah he's like a really <laughs> cool guy insanely powerful I'm like so we get there and the course had like kind of been set but we also had like input. So I was like, right, man, I was like, so basically it was like a mixture of like me trying to make it like as flowy as possible. But then Andre's just like, cause I think there was prize money there as well. Oh, okay. Right. Now I see. Yeah. I think it was like, I think it was like a thousand euros or maybe 500 euros for first, for first place. Um, it's, a, it's a nice was, amount. Yeah. 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 I'm like Andre, you know, those, I'm like so chill with that stuff. I used to do competitions, but like, nah, I'm just like chill. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we basically like try and make the course, and Andre, Andre, and those guys are just like wanting to put like fucking like massive side tops yeah, and stuff. Of course. Have <laughs> fuck like, and uh, by the end of it, I was just like, oh fuck it, just make it however you want. And I'll just like try and ride it. Yeah. So I just basically, I think I actually ended up coming fourth. So I was like just off the podium, but it was brutal. Had to like come down and then you'd like land and like I just wanted to say like go over a tire. I'd be like, right, let's just like make it a big like bunny hop rolling over this tire. But you'd have to like bunny hop up a tire, hop up to back wheel, and like side top onto this thing. And like those guys were just like absolutely bashing through it. And I'd get knackered as well. Like I'd be like so hard to like do the side top and then down and I'd, like get to one side, I need to come back. And I'd be like, those guys are so fixed. They compete all the time. <laughs> I was just doing like, I could probably do about 45 seconds all out. And then like that's kind of technically probably, like, the first though. Probably like the, yeah. probably like the length of like a, an Instagram clip, which was probably like 30 seconds at that time. Uh, so I was like, once my 30 seconds was up, I had to basically like stop for 10 seconds to get my breath back. So uh, needless to say, I got beat. Ah, <laughs> trying to keep, uh, that makes sense now, you know, John, Andre Sen, you were trying to keep up with the, the proper kind of TGS style, massive yeah, style. Well, you, know, and... you know what Andre's like, he's like the most competitive guy ever. Like, <sighs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was... It drives him. And uh, now I see why he's like, oh, now I get it. He yeah, goes, I'll, sure I'll beat Duncan that. in a competition <laughs> once. <laughs> no, I bet me plenty of competitions before that as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, some other in, uh, we won't, I always forget to ask these guess but we won't with Duncan we'll do a little quick fire round some important couple of important questions a lot of people who listen go you forgot to ask the person this <laughs> indie you forgot to ask someone like yourself who's traveled a lot Duncan you have traveled a lot you've 
written it in quite a few different countries, I, I would say. Mm. So this might be a hard, difficult question. Um, where is probably your, your favourite place in the world to ride? Oof, that's a hard one. Mm. Uh, where's the best place? Yeah, or if you could just, I suppose, yeah, stick yourself this weekend anywhere. Um, well, actually... I'm actually, luckily enough, I'm actually going away to, I'm going to California on Monday. Oh, there's the a spot. dream. Lovely. The dream. There's a spot. I'm, I don't know if I have much riding I'm going to be doing because um, I'm actually, like I was saying to Aaron before we start recording, I've injured my knee slightly or badly. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to like see how, see how we go. But there's a spot in uh, Huntington Beach in California. It's Beautiful like, spot. Um, yeah, I've got a friend who's there. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been before? I have. Yeah. Cali is yeah. like my favorite state in the US. Well, there's like a... Yeah, it's a, it's a no-brainer. There's a yeah. sort of spot like down by the seaside there, which is really cool. It's like just basically like a cool mix of like trials and like manis, basically. Good which excuse. Is always, so like, he good, said Cali. Which is always like a good okay. session. Yeah, we've been looking for a, an excuse to, to get back there. Um, yeah, you should do it. Yeah. Oh, it's just a cool. It's just a cool vibe, and like you can just ride there at like five or six p.m. and it's just like sun's going down. Good spot. And, and Americans chill. are always so amazed when yeah, you ride. They, yeah, they are. They are good way more from them than uh, the reactions are bigger than like people in the UK. People in the UK are like, "That's what an idiot on a bike." Yeah, an American like, <gasps> professional idiot. Yeah, I think the, the trials, <laughs> the trials in America, like there's not really like too many riders. So when you do yeah, this stuff, it's quite, it's quite random for them. So people are always quite into it. You don't usually get kicked off the spots. Which is pretty cool. But then when you do, it's like usually pretty gnarly and they like want to like arrest you and lock you up. <laughs> yeah, they vandalism. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as long as it doesn't get to that level, it's yeah. usually pretty chill. tires will not touch this concrete wall. You're yeah. not allowed. Yeah. Gets that far. All right. So we're in Cali I think news... riding. Sorry. Mm-hmm. You're in Cali riding. Who, what's the crew you might be riding with? What's that kind of group that's getting you going and you're having a great time? Well, to be honest, it's pretty... we just, I hang out with the same people yeah, all the I mean, time. Yeah, that's fine. Um, Give us the answer. It's basically yeah. like, like it's basically like me, me, Danny, yeah. uh, Dave Mack, who's like our photographer, and um, he drives the bus and does loads of stuff for a drop and on Then we've got Rory, who's always with us, um, and then hopefully Ali as well. It's always like a good, a good crew. Yeah. We're probably completely sick of each other. Completely sick it, completely sick of each other. But um, we don't usually fall out too much, which is good, and everyone's pretty chill. Yeah. See, no, even though living so, all those years together, you're, that's, that's, that was kind of my point. All those years living together, you still choose to be your crew to ride with, you know, and that, that obviously resonates. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, and then I suppose I add to that, like, um, just always good riding with, with any any new folk. Um, I always wish I could ride with Ben Travis more often. He's like one of my good pals, even though we don't see each other too much. So um, definitely cool to to have him out on some trips but he's now like dad life yeah, <laughs> yeah. i've got yeah, i've got we've got plans that. i've got ideas to bring people down to certain events at the same time and they'll be like what the hell you're here too and <laughs> you and you and ben was one of them like i've got to get you down south on the old shindig vlog i think yeah Take you for to sure some, uh, london spots because i keep seeing things going that's line for duncan that's <laughs> always line spots. Yeah, this is stuff that always. we can't do so I'm like, yeah, yeah. I've not got to bring him here. Oh, Ben will do that. Uh, and yeah. building up this list. <laughs> yeah, we need so. to do a big street ride. Big, yeah. Big street nah, ride. Ben, Ben's, yeah, for sure. But, but Ben's just such an inspiring guy because like 
of all people, um, he could so easily just like not be riding anymore, if you know what I mean. Yes. Yeah, he really has kept the fire burning. Oh, so he's speak. not even that much older than me. He's like a few years older than me. But just given the circumstances, he's got a job, he's got a wife, kids. He could so easily like not be riding anymore, but he's still still doing it. And he's not just riding, but he's actually like always progressing. Super so if he can, if he can do it, we should definitely be doing it. That's why there's no no excuse being, uh, I'm not, but I know that some people like being a dad is hard work. I understand that, but I guess he's mm. showing and some other riders are really showing that it's your down to your dedication and commitment to the sport itself. Yeah, it's still possible to find the time. To yeah, sure. I think like, yeah. And so I think sometimes when you've got less time, you like make the most of it. So like he might not be able to go for like a five or six hour street ride, like me, Ali and Danny could go out and do, but. It means when he gets like his hour, he'll go out and like completely go yeah. for it. He'll and really make a like ride constant, uh, proper ride concert for that hour. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he'll probably ride do as many back hops and as many bunny hops as like we would do in like a longer ride because we're just like chilling, right? Because we're just like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a, so, it's a social thing as well. Definitely, just going out riding. It's not just about just about riding your bike. It's also going to meet people, new yeah. people. Just yeah, I, I'll go out with my bike, well. knowing I might not be able to ride. Literally, to go and see people and yeah. have good conversation. Yeah. You know, I can talk, so it's always like, <laughs> so it's always something else. It's I'll, always something to I'll say. get to. But um, we, I wanted yeah. to go a little bit as well, Duncan, into some of your actual. You said you know you've got some sponsors supporting you and so forth. You've recently had a mountain bike sponsor you Marin, as well can you just tell us a little bit about who what your sponsors are so everyone kind of knows and I th there's some up in the air i wasn't sure about yeah so basically um ever since we started dropping no we were like really lucky to get sponsors on board from the get-go um which was like a mixture of uh danny's sponsors as well as some new ones so we basically from 2014 we just had like a it's kind of like how a um downhill team would work i suppose where like a team gets sponsors and then the riders within that team can then use that stuff yeah. um and then i so i had that had that sort of like team support so like we would be able to get we were sponsored by magura for example so we'd all get maguras if we wanted them and then currently and stuff like that, so. yeah. um but apart apart from that like my only sort of like personal deal with a brand would have been like inspired where I think I had ridden Inspired from like 2012, but like then got put on the team in like 2014 or something like that. And um, once I started just doing a little bit more and some better stuff. Um, but then I think it was in 2016, Muckoff approached me because we were we were working with them for the the tour, and they were like they they were beginning to do like the branded helmets, so they were kind of wanting to go down that Red yeah, Bull kind of nice. like method. I think. Uh, I think Ben Deacon was like their first, the mountain biker Ben Deacon was like their first uh, sponsored rider from like years ago. So he he had a helmet and a couple of others that sponsored a few like American like free riders. Yeah. And they approached me um, with that idea. So I think I did a deal with them in 2016, maybe. Might have been 2017. They didn't say to you in the contract, you must ride a pink bike. <laughs> nah, that was actually that was that's actually so my, on brand though right yeah. i mean to that was actually like... just my that was just my that was just actually it was like a thought but i kind of just wanted a pink bike and 
last year we had been through so many different colors inspired and we were like running out of like, <laughs> we like to you about that. yeah i wanted to ask you yeah yeah i mean i was like go can't go i was like oh i could go like that and i always like ever since i had that yellow bike back in like 2017 i was like it's really i used to always like black black bikes and stuff like that but after i got that yellow bike i was like that bright sort of colored bikes are definitely where it's at like it looks better in photos it's good for instagram yeah. it's loud it's yeah and it becomes yeah, yeah very so very nice it's good for like kind of getting you notice and stuff it's quite a distinguishing like feature of like your riding or whatever mm-hmm. so like after that i was thinking right i need to need to keep keep writing it's like yeah. last year I was like, what color could we go i was like could just go bright pink i think there was two there was another option and I'd done another, we'd already done a, like another yellow bike that was kind of similar to the other one. So I was like, I need to just do something different. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't actually, that wasn't a thought thing with Muckoff. No, I didn't I just, think it was. I just, I just thought to them. Like, <laughs> yeah, to them. Um, I would have been quite suitable. Yeah, for sure. yeah it, it, works really, it worked really well. Um, but yeah, after, I suppose it's like all these things, once you kind of get somebody on board, and I think Muckoff were quite pioneering in the sort of UK scene of like, sponsor riders and i think then like other brands look to who they're sponsoring and i think that really helped me and then ended up working with some some different brands since then um on like more sort of like official deals and signing contracts and stuff since that so once that sort of set the ball rolling um that all came together and then it wasn't until i always had a pretty loose deal with inspired and used to ride like riding a Santa Cruz mountain bike just because through Danny and some of the guys I knew got like a got a deal on that um but it wasn't until lockdown really that I properly started riding mountain bikes mm-hmm. got an e-bike and I was like got proper hooked on it and rode that all the time and got to a level where I felt oh, I actually can imagine being able to justify to a mountain bike brand that I could ride for them and actually offer them something yeah, yeah. Because until then, I just kind of like thought about it, but I never really fully committed because I just didn't really feel I was like could justify it or was worthy of it. Because obviously, comfortable in riding a trial bike, and you can kind of transfer some of those skills to mountain bike. But I was always pretty shit on a mountain bike, to be honest. Um, and it wasn't until just like having six months riding e bike every day that I was like, oh, maybe I could speak to some companies. And at the end of last year, I spoke to a few brands, um, and luckily, like quite a few were interested, but. When I spoke to the guys at Marin, just because they were such a cool, like iconic brand from back in the day, like bikes cool, really like the brand. The the guys that are all there seem like really chilled and kind of aligned with what I do. So it's a pretty cool, cool thing to do. So it's like signed with those guys for two years. Nice. So, are we going to be seeing you on your mountain here. bike a bit more? Maybe in an MTB video potentially. Or? I hope. I hope so. Um, I've just with bikes at the moment. It's so hard to like. Like even even like the people on contracts and stuff it's even hard to get bikes but i've got a, i do have a mountain bike now i've got a um i've got an e-bike so need to need to do some more stuff i just need to set it up a little bit better so it's more suited to doing trials on a few yeah. like su- subtle changes like yeah, 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 with yeah, the hu- like the like things like the hubs and stuff like that yeah, make a massive difference industry nice industry nine all that engagement yeah and, yeah so i only just got some industry nine stuff um the other week that i need to get put on that bike and once i put that on i think it's going to make a massive difference yeah actually being able to do trial stuff it's already pretty good like surprisingly good what you can do if you just kind of go for it 
um if you get past like the fragility of it you yeah, kind of yeah. right. can kind of feel just a bit loose on the uh, like the suspension and stuff like that you kind of don't know where you're where you are yeah and just like but i'm just yeah and just like the chain ring and the carbon down tubes and stuff like that um just like <laughs> i think he's but but if you're like if you're gonna make a video you just kind of need to get past that and just thrash it a bit so I would I would like like to do some more trousy stuff. Nice. I mean, it seems to be a natural progression ride. for um, you know professional riders, so to speak, um, mm -hmm. and a lot of well-known mountain bikers, uh, as we know, all come from trials backgrounds. I'm biased, mm -hmm. but the best mountain bikers came from a trials background. That's just me. Because <laughs> those yeah. skills definitely are transferable 100%. in very small small ways. Yeah. Just like the use of the front wheel, being able to maneuver the front wheel, just like balance and just weight weight distri distribution and stuff like that really yeah. really is like comparable between I, the two i think break i think braking is a thing that yeah. people overlook as well you like learn to be like really good with braking which is something that a beginner wouldn't actually be able to do um yeah, so that helped that helps loads but i would say if there was one drawback i do think that trials gives you a certain style it's quite hard to kick on the mountain bike when you see like yeah. cer cer certain people riding, like myself included, <laughs> it's just like just hard to get away from that like elbows out, ass, uh, ass, yeah. ass out. It's just like because mountain biking is so like flowy yeah, and you've chill. You've got to move move with the bike and be a bit more yeah relaxed. Yeah, whereas trials is just like and like jumping, like we're like so shit jumping. Like yeah. even Danny, <laughs> yeah. who's like Danny's done like loads of mountain biking. I'm like still really hard to like <laughs> to go from basically riding the drop and roll rig and hitting the kicker and like pushing into it and try to get everything out of it and landing on your back wheel to then try to hit like a like a sort of dirt jump kicker where you're basically having to nose it in and get your like well it's just hard yeah no it's you can almost tell doing, doing it if uh, sort of a mountain biker is a sorry a trial rider on a mountain bike because they're little, yeah. just that little bit more rigid, aren't we? And, yeah. You know we can't quite get looks looks shit. Yeah, we haven't got the best style yeah. <laughs> on a mountain bike, but it's kind of like at least you can do. Oh yeah, you'll get that. Yeah, you'll, you'll get down like you'll be good at climbing. You could do really really like steep shoots and all that. You'll get down fine. You just might look like a bit of a. I knew doing it. Before, <laughs> and so we, we one did miss one of the questions. We know what your favourite trick is anyway. When you're in Cali, you're with Danny and Ali, because we always uh, mamble on, you know what yeah. I'm like. Um, we know what your favourite trick is. You're manling, you're manualing around the beach, aren't you? Up and down. Got to be. Through the sand. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, which we won't forget. Duncan, do you remember your worst ever shindig? Uh, I've had quite a few, to be fair. Probably like, so we like so to, if my, like jeans weren't, my jeans weren't so tight I could get this <laughs> that's it mate no that's the, the lifestyle of a, of a famous rider there's lots of scars bro you can't really Nasty. see it you can um, <laughs> yeah it's yeah it's, you can um, you can see on a, on someone's shin that you've just got these is there dark, a particular one that really resonates with you yeah I remember there was one time I'd obviously had quite a few shinners when I was just getting into riding but I think I'd been to the bike shop and I'd got like a set of, I think they were like Plan X pedals, but they're basically like ripoffs of like DMR V8s or something. Yeah. I think they came with different size of pins and I was like, right, I'll just stick the biggest pins in. Yeah. 
all. And um, <laughs> terrapins, had, DMR used to call them. I would, so like be, I would have been like 13 or 14 at the time, just getting into trials. And I, used, I had like a little garden set up, but my dad had got me some pallets. And I think they had gone for like a walk. They went to walk the dog. So I used to like have like the school, my old secondary school used to be like down the back of my garden. And they used to have a gate like straight into this field. And they left. I just was like riding and I got the shinner. And I remember looking at my shinner and I'd never really quite seen anything like it. You know, that sort of like when it goes from just being like a, a cut to like a really deep, deep wound, where it just kind of like. Just like white. You couldn't like, is that my Yeah. Name? Yeah. Yeah. Just is pure white. <laughs> and it was like pretty deep, quite small, but like really deep. Yeah. And you know, it's just like it's not even bleeding yet. And then it just and it's just like so you see it all. Yeah. You your your life flashes <laughs> and your eyes. Like, yeah, you know, I was like, like fuck. I was like, I've never seen anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um so I was proper panicking. I remember like basically hobbling all the way down this hill to try and find my <laughs> mum and dad. <laughs> to basically get this thing and then I I can't I don't it probably should have got stitched, but I don't even think I ended up getting it stitched. Oh no, I do actually have another one. I have another really bad one. Um, I was riding in Glasgow on my 24 inch Echo. Does Shindex, does Shindex count if it's not a pedal? Yeah, we've 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 established yeah. now that it just it happens with everything, so we are accepting Shindigs as anything. So shit. Ah, okay, cool. So that's my worst. <laughs> that's my worst pedal one. But there was another time I'd lived in Glasgow. Was living in Glasgow. I think it was before Ali and Danny moved up. So I was riding by myself, and I was riding in a the grounds of like a hospital, which is pretty handy, as you'll soon find out. And I can't remember exactly what I was doing, but there was this wall, but it was like quite old. So it was like all kind of like rugged and sharp. And I, I think I was going to do like an up to front and then like change my mind and decide to go like back. And you know, when you kind of do somewhere in between and yeah, it's just, just goes an absolute like, bang <laughs> of like shit. And I basically just like shinned myself on the corner of this wall. And just put like the deepest gash, like a big and deep gash like into my leg. And I remember for ages, to be honest, I could probably even go back now and like look closely at it. But like for literally like a year at least, I'd walk past that wall and I could still see like skin and hair oh, that were like oh, basically. You know, <laughs> you know you've done a number on your shin when yeah. you see the skin on the pedal or yeah. wall in this case but i basically once once it happened i just because literally at the hospital i just walked around straight into hospital so like within like two minutes of it happening i was already like on the the table I, that was like one of the only times i ever got stitches for uh chinling had like eight stitches or something because that sounds um, similar to uh, Ali C's when he t- that's why in his pod he's basically done the same thing just mm-hmm. ran his shin down the edge of a wall <laughs> yeah, yeah which if anything um might seem to be a worse way to get a shin dig yeah, in the pedal. You, you, yeah, you don't know what's been what's been on that wall. Depending on what city you're in, especially the height in Glasgow, he's probably got piss on it or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, worse than piss, my only mate. experience Ooh. in Glasgow is being out in the street. I left the O2 and we were dancing with the guy busking. Standard. Yeah. Literally, no, this is the first right. time I've been out dancing with the guy busking in the street in Glasgow, and everyone's absolutely that, fucking mental yeah. in Glasgow. Oh, that happens pretty much like every night as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's why I thought it was normal. People, people yeah. make Glasgow. That is, that's the saying, and it's still true. 
Awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty mad. You're but yeah, I didn't get infected, so pretty hopefully, lucky. Hopefully we'll get up to, well, now that Aaron's down this way, I've got an excuse to go up to Scotland. I wanna, I'd want i love so, to ride so Scotland. I've I never ridden Scotland before. Um, <laughs> yeah, Glasgow's good for street. Yeah, Inverness, and quite as good. But. No, Didn't you always have a trials park? I've always seen you had like a little trials park there. Oh, this like, is a new thing. This is, is a, it? A, yeah, it's kind of a new thing. Oh, okay. Yes, um, up near Loch Ness. And Loch Ness Trials Park. Yeah, Neil and Neil Gillis and Brody Ferguson, um, and a few other boys who helped uh, build build this little trials park with like diggers, and they've got yeah, it's a, it's a pretty good little spot that they've got going up there. Oh, but so it's quite uh, fresh. Yeah, it was yeah, you have a good session. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. yeah, I've seen a couple. You brought a couple of clips there, Duncan. It did look yeah, like where I'd quite happily go and yeah, good excuse to go and see our friend yeah. Neil. Um, shout out to Neil, good good lad. Yeah, yeah, he's. There was also one in Aviemore as well. Um, I don't know if you'll remember this. It was at Aviemore. Um, oh, the McDonald. Yeah, yeah, that place. Yeah, yeah. And they had they hold competitions there. You know, it was mostly rocks and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. they had some log sections and stuff. They held one of the uh, Scottish bike trail competitions there. It was also yeah, a really good place. Um, yeah, I remember riding that. Yeah. Well, 2023, Glasgow's hosting the British Cycling yeah. event. You know, trials is going to be there or everything. Um I'm hoping you'll be there, maybe Duncan is. Yeah, I'm. I'll ho- hopefully be there. There'll yeah. be people telling me I need to make a comeback to comps, trying to uh, try and ride in that. But it's too much pressure, bro. Happen. Just keep it with your stylish uh, moves instead. Yeah. You'll probably be there yeah. with a drop and roll. It might anyway. be different if there was. Yeah, a... I would like to do a show there. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that, that's that's what I was thinking. Then it might be different yeah. if you're there, probably performing. I was going to say yeah. rather than actually kind of competing. But um, Duncan. Thanks so much for your time today. I won't keep you too no much. No worries. Cheers for having um, me. That's class. Um, a, a couple of final things that we'd like to ask all of our guests. Um, if you could have anyone on the podcast you'd like to hear from, who would you want it to be, Duncan? Call them out. Oh, uh, who would like to see? Have you had Akrig on yet? Akrig? No, no, and I've got his mobile number. So <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know that yet. <laughs> He will do soon. <laughs> but I've been waiting for enough yeah, um, say, cool outs. That so, big one. He's someone I'd like to get like like catch up on my own, but you should definitely get one on the go. Yeah, I mean I'm sure they'll both like, be deep in the trial stuff. Very different. We've obviously both yeah. interviewed Ali, um, being com- yeah, yeah. Um, com- completely different. And I will say, Duncan, it was you that kicked me over the edge. As in I had the idea for a long time and as soon as you did that, I went okay in a good way and I'm, I'm i'm really glad that you're doing your bit um and yeah, yeah it's very it's, it is completely different um so yeah thank you sure. is yeah. what i'm trying to say dude thank you no worries um, I know, cheers i know the effort that goes into it and and the kind of everything that happens on the back end um so on behalf of the biking community mate Thank you so much for everything you do. Yeah, cheers. Uh, Thanks for having us. And one last message. Yeah, one last message for all of the riders, any of your fans, all of us for, for trials. Have you got a little message you want to give everyone? Oof, that's a hard one. Yeah. Know, just <laughs> keep keep riding, keep having fun. Don't get too wrapped up in what everyone's doing and just it's all fun on bikes at the end of the day, yeah. I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah, nice. it's, it's like, yeah, that's, that's what I'm good, saying. It's nice to just be... It's a good thing to end on, I would say. Yeah, and nice for people to know that it's not always super serious. Someone like yourself who makes a, you know, a career out of it, you can still kind of have a, a light-heartened, fun... Um, oh, yeah, we don't, we don't take it seriously at all. Yeah. <laughs> Got to make it fun. It right? doesn't you're work. Living, you're living the dream, mate, right? to be no honest. No point. <laughs> And hopefully we'll see some more trials tapas from yourself, Duncan, and, and a couple of yeah, uh, couple of um, main, other main projects. courses. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a couple of main courses. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what yeah. we're going to call oh. dessert. Does a podcast mean dessert or something? Mm, I don't, it I don't could know. be. It's you know looking at afterwards. You know, it's like the third. You know, looking back on it afterwards. Yeah, that casualness of it. So, um, <laughs> mate, thanks again. Um, <laughs> enjoy the, the rest of your day, and hopefully we will um, get together soon for some sort of video. I would love that. Yeah, sure. be great. Nice one, mate. Nice. Take Cheers, care. Guys. We'll Sweet. speak to you soon. Bye bye. 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 bye.